0: All right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to rev it up with John and Jess on Joy 1340.
1: Welcome back to Rev It Up, and Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Joy 1340 AM and 98.7
0: FM. We are back from uh, uh Jess and I were talking about this morning. I said, are we coming off of Christmas or are we coming off of New Year's? <laughs> of and of and course we're coming off Christmas. A discussion a big discussion. I'm like, I just want to know, so I just want to make sure everybody had a good New Year and a Christmas. And it was a big discussion, so
1: it was a rhetorical uh, question. Therefore, I'm it shouldn't have
0: been. I'm <laughs> to Nobody gave me the uh, muzzle or duct tape for Jess because uh, she's still here. So
1: there ain't no stopping this ever. No,
0: no, no. Some days it some days it goes a little bit slower, but some days it just can't can't stop it.
1: Uh, that's a fact.
0: So all right, well, everybody's geared up for. We just had a crazy uh, last week of uh, winter weather, and it was you cold. Know, shop bills. All the heat was crazy, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start trying to warm things up here. We're talking about a little bit of racing this week. And fire. And fire. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. And one of the favorite places I like around here and, uh, uh, you know, grew up going there all the time is uh, the big GLD, Great Lakes Dragway, mm-hmm. which brings us up to two great, uh, I'm going to call them icons, I think
1: they're. I think that's Icons, funny. legends? Legends. Legends,
0: there we go, legends. And uh, they're looking at me like, what do you call me, old or what? Cause like, uh, but uh, but they, they've got some great history, and we really want to welcome the show. What do you got?
1: Joining us today is Bob Lehor a.k.a. Pontiac Bob.
2: That's me, yes, because I have a Pontiac, of course. <laughs> and I'm in a majority when it comes to drag racing. But
1: Nice. And we also have Rodney Dan- Daniels, excuse me, a.k.a. National Dragster.
2: How you doing,
3: young
1: lady? I'm good. Thanks, you guys, for making the trip up.
3: Ask Thank him you. how he got the name National Dragster, I AKA. will right now.
1: How did he get the name National Dragster?
3: <laughs> well, I'm actually kind of like a historian. So, you know, uh, I always, you know, be talking about you know, in the past and, you know, when I started racing and being around different situations and whatever. So it's a nickname that my friends uh, gave me.
1: So. That's always cool because we've talked about in the past, like I've always wanted a cool nickname and I haven't been fortunate <laughs> enough for someone to give me a nickname. So that's awesome.
0: I've given you a few, but they weren't cool enough. Yeah, or yeah, what? <laughs> they're not, not radio worthy. So, so
1: yeah. National Dragster, have you been around the country uh, uh or yeah. are you just known around the nation, is that
3: what it is? Well I've I've actually actually been around and and just uh just been around drag racing all my life, sure. you know, since I was a little boy, since I was a little kid. So, you know, I've I've seen a lot of stuff, you know, so I guess that's what makes me national dragster.
1: How did you get into like who did you know that you in. well
3: well you know actually you know uh I was born in 62 and my dad started taking me to the drag strip okay. in 64 and uh by the time I was 13 years old I met uh some of my the first of my mentors which was Clarence and Odessa Montgomery and uh, they had race cars and uh, I started out sweeping the floor in the shop you know after school and stuff sure. And, uh, you know, next thing I know, I was working on race cars and driving cars around the yard and going to the racetrack, on a race team.
0: About how old were you at this time?
3: I was 13 years old. 13 years old. And, uh, you know, at the time, my job was to, you know, back then, they didn't have a water box. You know, you had to bring your own bleach from home. So, you know, my job was to pull the bleach down under the tires and hold the side of the car, you know, why the car was in the burnout, you know, and then put down the VHT, you know, and make sure he was straight and everything. And then once he went down the track, they'd go down with the tow car and pull him back. That is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Right.
0: And to uh, some of our listeners and followers, the the water box that he's talking about or the VHT, you know, the, the, the sticky stuff they put on the tires, that's the burnout that they do before the car takes down the track to get the tires heated up. So it sticks in the track so they stay in the groove so they can get a correct launch and everything like that. Otherwise the car just skates out of track as we all see. So I just want to inform everybody on it. But go 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 ahead, Ronnie.
3: Oh yeah. And you know, just just being around racing, you know, basically all my life. You know, I'm a retired heavy equipment operator. But uh I still always been around racing and i still are today. Nice. Thank you.
1: That is a story and a, a nickname well deserved, I would say that.
0: <laughs> and we've <laughs> got now obviously bob you and i uh pontiac bob i'm sorry yeah pon- I, it's
1: pontiac bob pontiac,
0: Bob. now i've i've actually known <laughs> about both you guys for a while over the years and uh i had the the privilege and the honor to actually talk with both you gentlemen and your crews at uh, the mccacken show and it was great just having all that stuff and bob you gave me some great history that i was it's always i even when i get on the phone with him now it's great because we go to these shows and i meet some people that i've never met before and also now we're just talking it's like we know each other for years it's great because we're talking uh Bob, you know, both you guys, the thing we have in common is your home track is Great Lakes Dragway.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Um, I raced at, at Great Lakes Dragway in 1958. I was 15 years old. My older brother used to have to flat tow the car to the drag strip because I didn't have a driver's license. You could race at the drag strip without a license, but, of course, you had to drive, have a license for the street. So, and I, as a 15-year-old kid, um, I had a designated 57 Chevy drag car. Couldn't go on the street. Didn't have plates, didn't have insurance, didn't have nothing. But I street raced it, of course. <laughs> so,
0: so you had a 55 Chevy? Seven. A oh, 57 Chevy. Well,
2: I had 55s, too, but the, the race car was a 57.
0: And what were your, in 57, what were you running back then? For uh, and stuff? Well...
2: Two eighty three, but it really wasn't. It was a three hundred one.
0: Yeah, yeah. You guys are struggling? Yeah, and these, yeah, nowadays these uh, a lot of people that are running these days. They, uh, everybody knows about LS is a big block Chevy and stuff. But back in the day, they didn't have the, the three fifty Chevy. Didn't even come out yet.
2: No. Well, the two eighty three is actually what this, the started the, the two sixty five started the V eights in in fifty five. Then they went to the two eighty three, and then then the three twenty seven, and then the three fifty, the and then the, the four hundred. Yada yada.
0: And so you guys were taking it as much as you kids, So, um, oh yeah. So, did you have a shop or anything that you
2: were building cars at? No, well, I I go back a little bit. I'm actually originally I live in Illinois now, but I'm a cheesehead. I I, lived, I was raised in northern Wisconsin in Saint Germain. Oh, uh, my oh parents, really? Yeah. My parents had a. Uh, over the years, I lived in a log cabin when I was when I was two weeks old. I I was born in Chicago. We on the south side. We moved to. Which I didn't know anything about Chicago. I was two weeks old, yeah. and my parents moved to northern Wisconsin. Okay, it's got to change. My, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a little change. Well, it's a big change. I got a lot of changes in my life. Yeah, my father uh, is an immigrant from. He fled communism in Yugoslavia when he was a young man, and they, him and his mother went to Germany, and then they mm-hmm. came to Milwaukee to visit a relative, and his mother died here, and he was an 18-year-old. Didn't speak the language, had a third grade education, and what does he do? So um, he happened to see an ad for the CCC camps, Civilian Conservation Corps, and he got stationed in Star Lake, Wisconsin. And so that's how he got up northern Wisconsin, and then he met my mother in Milwaukee here, and they got married and started the family. And um, we were in Chicago, on the south side of Chicago, not too far from where Rodney grew up. Um, and it, then Over the years, I lived in a log cabin up there. For we had the outside toilet and the the friendly Sears catalog. Wow! uh,
1: Considering the weather this past couple of days, I mean, that's quite the history.
2: I got a lot of stories because I'm old. So, (laughs) So anyway, to make (laughs) a lot of stories. Yeah. So, so um, we moved up there and uh, lived in a log cabin, and um, we lived on on a lake, Lost Lake, which is in Saint Germain, and the. School bus stopped coming down to the cottages, or not the cottages, the log cabins, to take my brothers to school, to the two-room schoolhouse in St. Germain. And so we had to build, a, my father, we built a house up at the road. So, you know, otherwise we'd stay, have to walk probably a block, a block and a half from the lake to the, the main road to wait for the school bus. And it got cold up there. Well, I'm and sure so really cool. so yeah. uh, anyway make a like, shorten the story a little bit so that's that's we we did that well then my dad decided he had friends in Chicago where I was born and he would let them come to the the old house that we log that we lived in and for the summer like so they ah I could make money so we started renting them out and that started Lee horse twin cabins on Lost Lake oh. and um then it came time those cabins were the log cabins were built in the late 1800s they were logging cabins yeah and so then they were bottom logs were rotten and everything so it was not safe so we started building a cottage well our our resort so it was Lee horse twin cabins because there was two cabins that were log cabins and they were twins so the first cabins we built as a family were had to be twins because the name was Lee horse twin cabins and so consequently that's how it went, and it ended up with nine cottages and uh, over the years and so forth and so on. But um, I still run into, in fact, I walk every day at a Menards by at home because I had an art operation in, uh, in 2008, and uh, I met a guy there that actually st- uh, stayed in our resort <laughs> back in the day. So anyway, so then we moved to Chicago, and, and I was hooked on driving. I started driving in northern Wisconsin when I was 12 years old. Okay, okay and when I was 13 I used to have to take my dad's pickup truck and take the garbage from the resort to the dump okay and, and then the cops would come and talk to my grandmother because we ran the resort and tell him we know he's out there driving and he doesn't have a license you can you go with him she says I can I gotta do here so they said tell him to take the back roads so how <laughs> so did I'm, you
1: get um excited about it what what piqued your interest about it did, was it family members that were into it already no. or you just happening or move
2: move to Chicago well I, I was a car guy and didn't know it when I was young okay um so we moved to Chicago and uh it was a big change because I went to a two-room schoolhouse in St Germain yeah which unfortunately it just tore down two years ago and I'm sad about it but um and to the Chicago schools well I I had first through fourth in one room and fifth through eighth in the other I and here I'm in a big school in the city of Chicago and it wasn't it was an easy transition but it worked you had you did what you had to do mm-hmm. um and I just I just loved cars and everything and so I ended up uh getting involved in it and um I, I before I could drive on the streets I bought that 57 Chevy for 125 bucks and it turns out it it, it had a 301 in it that's why yeah <laughs> and and I, the best I got out of that was 13.90 at 104 miles an hour.
0: Which was which was moving back then. Yeah. I know a lot yeah. of people who listen to now, I mean, all the technology that's everything is wrong these days. You know, I mean, these guys are racing. You know, and we all know times. You know, was, you know, six, seven seconds in the eighth. You know, I mean, a ten second is average car that mom takes their groceries these days. You know, these these Hellcats and everything else out there. <clears throat> but back in the day, that was moving. Yeah, that was really moving. Yeah, it was it was good.
2: If I didn't break. Uh, because I, I went through rear-ends and axles like you couldn't change your shorts. Uh, <laughs> because and you
0: were pretty much you self
2: teaching yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, Well, I had I had some friends that I, I made friends with that were race guys, but they would buy the. They had the money. They were older, so they would buy factory race cars, uh, Super Duty Pontiacs and Mopars sure. and, and stuff. But I had the old stuff, the '57 Chevy, and and that, to this day I'm still an all motor guy. I, I don't. I don't say I don't believe in it. I like to see fast cars. That's the main, oh, sure. main thing. Yeah. But I, I'm all an all-motor guy. I don't Nothing, no nitrous, no, no, like no so, blowers, no turbos. I make my horsepower the old way. I still learn it. School.
0: Old school. Old like school. Nothing no old school like the old school. Now, yeah. obviously, we heard now both the eras when you both got started. So about what year did you two start hooking up and,
2: and hanging out? Okay, well, uh, later on in this broadcast, we're going to discuss a race called the Big Walker Memorial Race, okay. which we be okay? Okay. And um, I was street racing in Chicago, um, and we were on the north side, northwest side of Chicago, and a black man came with a, 50, a 62 Ford into a McDonald's, which was the second McDonald's in, in, in the area at that time, and booked a race, and his name was Jim Walker, and he had a brother, Darius Walker,
0: and about what era was this? Yeah, it
2: would have been 63. Okay. And uh, so we raced him. At, at In those days, the Eaton's Expressway was the first expressway in Chicago, which started at Foster Avenue and went all the way to 41 and came up here in Wisconsin.
0: And, I mean, these, these are... <laughs> and, they, and them we got, And, and the, the, the thing that's good is we got, I mean, 63, that's controversial times, too, yeah. in the country and everything else. So that, that's a big thing for... I mean, it was going on with political views
2: and, and all. So that's 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 pretty good, you know. But Walker was the uh, was a uh, um, at that time. Um, he was him and his brother Darius, believe it or not, were the first two black people at the Union Grove. No, not a lot of people know that, but they were. Wow. And uh, so Rodney's a lot younger than I am. So. Um, I, I I went in the Air Force and life went on so I got away from racing, but I came back to it when, and I went to the, the Grove one day and I hear this voice and Big Walker had a distinctive voice. Um and I look over and I says, Jim Walker. Well by this time he was Big Walker now. He wasn't Jim Walker. And uh that we hooked up and I mean and we we were friends we were always friends, but we just yeah. lost track and until the day he died we were
0: so there, and there, so, so after that and then so what, about what time or would you should get well, when
2: when Rodney probably would have been 90 yeah
3: well yeah enough. well it's been over 20 years yeah yeah it's been at least 20 25 years that me and Bob has been hanging out and Big Walker was also one of my mentors and uh I learned a lot from him and uh His history is, that's why we do the particular Walker Day race. Walker Day is uh, called honoring the history and the heritage of drag racing at Great Lakes Dragway. So, you know, every time uh, when a guy runs at the racetrack as a regular at Great Lakes Dragway, uh, once he passes, me and Bob have a memorial wall at the racetrack. And uh, we have... On Walker Day, we stopped the racing that day and we honor their family with a plaque. Oh, I love that. And uh, with pictures and everything, and then it goes on the memorial wall. So, uh, you know, uh, Walker Day is for the guys. You know, some guys go on and get famous and and race all over the world, and some guys don't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, the guys are, you know, their family will tell them, you know, why are you spending all that money on the car? Or, why are you doing all this and that? Uh you don't never win nothing or we don't never see you on TV. But Walker Day is to show appreciation to that guy for spending his time and his money at the racetrack. And mm-hmm. you know, Great Lakes Drag race is a beautiful place and it's a beautiful race racetrack. Mm-hmm. But without the races, it's just a car lot. Yeah. So you know, those guys that you know, we appreciate those guys coming, spending their money and their time and their effort, you know, because a lot of the times, you know, you know, we are old school race guys. Like I say, you know, uh, a lot of the times, you know, um, the basement is flooded, but the guys are in the garage working on a race car, right. you know, the gutters are hanging off the roof, but the guys are in the garage working on a race car, you right. know, and the old lady, she mad, she want to go somewhere but the guys in the garage working oh, yeah. on a race car, <laughs> you know, and, and, and they and they do that. I haven't so, gone to
0: my shop one once.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they do that so they can come out to the racetrack and race, and we appreciate that. So, so that's what Walker Day is for. It's really for all of the racers, and uh, we honor them for that. And
1: is it the same time every year? You do it every year?
3: Yes, it's actually the same time every year. Uh, we were talking about something different, but walk uh, Walker Day is still uh, a very important day to all the racers. It's really a give back for all of the rest of the racers. And do you have
1: a date for 2023?
3: Uh, we don't have
2: that as yet because what, what happened is is they we had it on a Sunday instead of a Saturday. And we used to have it. It was always after. Um, well, at one time they had a, a race like a Cots. They called it Cot King of the yeah. Streets. And then they had changed that to Anarchy. And then it went to MKE, which is the Milwaukee thing. Well, this year, it's got a Nitro Streetcar Brawl is on that date, which is yep. great. But my guys and his guys race at the Nitro Streetcar car brawls, all of them on the list. Yeah, yep. So it's going to, you, you have attrition from breakdown. Mm-hmm. And plus you have people that want to spend Sunday with their family, one I, day with their family. So um, we, I, we, I talked to Claire at the track uh, yesterday, I think it was. And we're going to discuss if we might have to change the the time of the date for this year. But we'll have the race. Um, But um, I was going to the Walker race um, is is besides the thing it it is. We just do too many guys every year. We get ten and twelve guys we have to do every year, Mm -hmm. and it's just. But it's it's sad. It really is because most racers. It's a big family. But believe it or not and And it's all one. it doesn't matter what your background is, what you are, what you are when you're at the drag strip, you're all one yeah. and it's like it's like a cult. it really is
3: yeah it's all part of our Great Lakes dragway family and we look at it as the family deal you know there's uh, really no other way yeah, so we pretty much take care of each other
0: but well, you see it too when you go down the track and obviously I would go down or seven a kid and even on Saturdays or Sundays when you guys are even on a testing too, and tune, like it's the the drag strip, just like our events too, you know, everybody kind of forgets all their problems and all the arguing with each other. There's no, doesn't matter where you live, where you came from, who you voted for, where you grew up, what country you come from, like you were just saying over yeah. there too. and Everybody's cooking on with each other. Everybody's helping in each other's cars. Their kids are running around on their little bikes are around, the whole drag strip. It's a family event. They bring their campers and stuff. and It's just, you know, it's another event with drag racing and, and anything with the with a motor, you know, like we talk about, you know, it brings people together, you know, and yeah, you've got to, You've got another big event coming up too. With the uh, we want to touch base before we run out of time. Here is the uh, the World Wheel Show that you, you're going to have. We can have a big display with too, right? Both yeah, are.
2: yeah, we do. We we've got uh, we have eight spaces for the Midwest Gassers and the Midwest Stores Line, which which is I'm the coordinator for, and Rodney can speak for his group.
3: Yeah, uh, we also have eight spaces for the Midwest Nostalgia Pro Stock Association. So uh, that's the particular group that I'm over. Uh, the president of the group is uh, Miss Stacy Manises. Okay. Uh, uh, she uh, owns uh, Manises uh, Transportation, okay. and uh, and uh, I used to crew for Dan Manis. Dan started the whole group, and uh, all of this really is basically in his honor. And he started this thing and uh me and Stacy are going to finish this thing off and we're going to keep it going. Like it's a great group. Uh we have great guys. Uh we have guys and women uh inside my group. Uh I think you know one of them, Diana. Oh yeah. And yep. uh we have Leslie and 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 we have Hannah and uh we have Jackie. So uh you know, and plus we got a bunch of guys. You know, uh, uh, Bob Unger and and Jim Parks, and uh, we have a lot of good guys in our group, and we have a lot of good cars, and we all get along, and we're all like a family.
0: Yeah, we have uh, um yeah. Diana, I got really got to know the last couple of years. Great uh, with the uh, with her car. She was actually at uh, our Motor Mania show last year, and helped out the guys with the uh, um, with the slot car drags and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and they ran a couple uh, solo passes on ours because we have a you know, we do three hundred foot street drags at ours, a little tighter than a track. But she, she puts, some, she put a show on for the for the fans out there with her single, with her Firebird and stuff like that. And she's she's a good woman. She's a real good, per, real good person. You
3: know. That's like good. That yeah. yeah, she's. Uh, uh, I definitely. Uh, it's 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 good to have her in my group. How I really can, appreciate
1: it. How can people follow your events? Like,
2: well, we, uh, uh, they're they're on Facebook with the Nostalgia Pro Stocks and uh we have a web the web gassers and door slammers have a website they just Google the Midwest gassers and our um our our schedule is on there most everything we do is at Union Grove that's our home track um but uh they once in a while go to a different track and this year um I'm talking to a friend of mine big drag and uh he puts on a, a race at Byron in in August and uh, he wants me to bring some some of my guys out there, uh, so so I'm going to take some of ours. I'm I'm not sure. Rodney, he's got to talk to his people yet if he's gonna if they want to go. So we're going to go to Byron this year. Because, but believe it or not, even though people everybody loves the Grove and they grew up there and everything else, they always it's like something. If you went to a vacation here, you say yeah well, maybe I want to go over here now. Yeah, well, drag racers really something new. Yeah. Drag racers are like that though. They, they want to go to a different track every now and then not that they're they're not loyal to the track that they're at they just they just want so I try to throw that w- at least one event in that we can do that to of, of our of our group yeah
3: but but so far we uh run eight races at the grove and uh we really love it and it's a great place and uh they work with us and uh and uh, uh they're good people to work with and uh and it's uh, an awesome racetrack. You know, we have the best food, you know, at the racetrack, uh, all different kinds of food. Uh, we're the only drag strip that's open uh, six days a week. Uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, you know, Tuesdays car and bike, Wednesdays ladies night. So, and you
2: they race <laughs> for free, by the way. Ladies. Yeah.
3: yeah, but still they get a trophy and then they learn how to race. So, yeah. And yeah, they come in for free. And they race for free on Wednesday nights. And then Thursday, you got sticky Thursdays. And then Fridays is usually, like, lights out. And then the weekend is whatever we have going on. So, I mean, it's a great place, and it's always something to do there, and it's always a little piece of home.
1: My daughter turns 16 this year, and she wants to drag race, so you'll probably see her down on some Wednesday nights in the summertime. We'll have to the bring her on
0: Wednesday nights. We're, building a, we're in a process of building a car right now. So we're
2: gonna... Well, no offense, but riding there, was set her how to do it straight so she may she has a good a good yes. experience
0: well she could get that in her book to uh uh be uh to learn on drag race from two legends that'd be pretty yeah. pretty amazing stuff
2: do you guys still actively race oh yeah, yes i uh <laughs> i do I like um I'm, I'm gonna i'm 80 years old so um you'll never stop right well no i, I i'm not i don't plan to but someday i'm gonna have to stop right. i guess I have I have a my GTO was I have a sixty five GTO that's a tube chassis car and the, the bones don't want to bend for me to climb sure. over in a robot. I hear that at forty six already. But, but uh, I do it and uh,
0: that that car wouldn't have me uh, used to run a yellow one, right? That's the yellow one, yeah. Okay, but I, I also I, I know we're running short on time, but okay. I just got I just got to tell somebody something real quick. I one of the fast car I ran was I was, I was running the eights, okay, and, and I had a. I came to the Grove, and I, never, I didn't know you at the time. I knew who you were, but I knew, I didn't know you, per se. And uh, I just built a—I uh, actually got the car. Ryan Oshesky built a car, and had a 548 Merlin in it. And I footbraked it because I wasn't used to transbraking or anything like that. And he came out, and, I, you know, it's old man by his car, right? I'm He doesn't really know much, you know. And I braked the car, and I came up all sideways and stuff. And he goes, that was somebody's show car. You ain't got that car set up, and he yelled at me.
2: Good. He yelled at me and to? it was me
0: and Randy, my brother. <laughs> and uh he go, he goes, You're putting way too much power down to it. I was going to foot brake and I didn't even hit the trans brake yet. And then we got it back there, I blew the header gasket off and a fuel block out plate outside the motor of because I and, uh, and I went and looked for him and, and Elizabeth was just a little kid riding on her scooter, you know. So this had to be oh, this had to be ten, twelve years ago. And you were out there in the front. So
2: Well yeah. one thing I wanna say before we're running out of time yeah. here is one thing about drag racing, drag drag racing is an equal op. Opportunity sport. Anybody can win. So you don't have a situation where a man's playing basketball against a woman because so he has the advantage. Plus, it's,
3: plus it's, also, it's also worse than crack. Once you get around <laughs> drag racing you're, you're pretty much hooked.
0: It, it, it That's with anything with a motor, though, isn't it? I mean, the first time you hear that motor and, and, and your hair on your arm stands up, it's just like, you know, I, it's got to go faster. I got to be there. I got to do this. I got to be next to the guys. I got to get the car trailer. You know what? Uh, I know. I've been there.
3: The action, the, the, the smell, the colors, the noise, it's the whole deal. Well, yeah. We're not in the air anymore, right?
0: Don't so, we're, we're still- we're, yeah. so so we want to thank both of you for coming on the show, show today. We're gonna to have to have you come on again because there's a lot more stories than both oh, I, of you. I know that for sure.
1: I
2: got a lot eighty years, I got a lot of stories.
0: <laughs> oh, we'll have you on again before we'll have we'll, on intermittently. Yeah, well but uh so everybody thanks for listening to Rev It Up with John and Jess. And uh we're gonna have these two back on maybe before World of Wheels here or, or we'll record our World of Wheels. Yeah, let's yeah that'll do that. be fun. So um everybody you know, stay warm out there and uh Jess, what else you got to wrap it up?
1: Um nothing, just have a happy new year.
0: Holy Cow, Jess is speechless. <laughs> it's uh, you know, Look at you're listening so much to these stories, so it's good. So, yes. all right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Again, you guys can follow these guys on our on our Facebook pages and wrap it up, and we'll put all their contact info on. And then uh, get down to the groves this year, get racing, get back, we'll get, see you there, get the stands back full over there. So, all right, thanks everybody.
2: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank uh, you.